0: Hello.
1: Good evening, my friend. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. Although it's morning here for me.
1: <laughs> I I am I coming in too hot here. Is this distorting? Is it sound
0: No, no. It's all good. I can hear you pretty cool. well.
1: I'm just running on my uh my basic setup because i'm at the office at the the day job but i i is it's 5 a.m where you are
0: no it's actually 10 a.m it would be 5 a.m if i was in brazil (laughs) it's because i am in berlin
1: ah see because i worked with someone from brazil and i said six o'clock and they were like
0: what the fuck (laughs) it's like like, no yeah as much as I love my Ben and doing interviews, I would definitely not wake up at 5
1: a.m. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's what I was like. She's she's crazy. But, um, you know, <laughs> my name's Nev anyway. It's really good to have you on the show, Fanina. I'm such a big fan of what you do. So today oh, is a good day.
0: It is a good day. Thank you for having me here. Really, it's it's always fun to talk about, you know, whatever I'm doing. So thank you.
1: That's awesome. I love the your power is that a PowerPo puff Girls shirt?
0: Yes, it's my it's actually my how do you say that? It's like the clothes I sleep on.
1: Pajamas?
0: Pajama. Of course. It's my pajamas. Yeah. It's not actually a pajamas, it's just like uh how how do Fanami you... Yeah, we forgot the exact word. Anyways, it's some sort of pajamas.
1: Yeah. See, that's the thing I love about you is that you, you're not afraid to, to wear like the Powerpuff Girl shirt. You've got your napalm death <laughs> shirt that's pink with a unicorn on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you just get up there and you just just absolutely shred it. Like that that video you put up the other day, I think you were you were shredding through Trial of Traders, the new one. And you're yes. just on the base. And you were like yeah. sun shining. <laughs> And, it just, and it's like completely – it's like the brutal music and it was sunshine and everything was happy. I love it. It's the best.
0: And that's that's the thing. Like, of course, uh, you've got to balance, you know, mm. like the devilish side. I, I, You can't be a beast all the time. So there's got to be some balance in pink and Powerpuff Girls here and there. But also it's like it's not even something – oops. It's not even something I – Plan or think about. Mm. It's just like basically who I am. Like now that you say about the trial of traders video, like brutal music, super shiny, like (laughs) sunshiny, and then me wearing my pink Napalm Death t shirt. I don't even plan that. It was like I didn't want to disturb my friend because she was working, and I needed (laughs) to record a video. I went like, I'll go outside and I record outside. It's fine. Your neighbors will hate me for a bit, but. I'm I'm trying and and be fast and that that was the only clean t-shirt I had cuz I like <laughs> I have a very limited set of of clothes cuz like I'm going to be touring soon so mm. that was a clean one I was like okay so like the the cuteness it's not even planned you know it's just basically who I am like all my stuff like I love glitter and pink but I also love death metal and it 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 all just blends in my very unique world
1: <laughs> and that's awesome and that is awesome because i did see also were you at beyonce at a beyonce show yes and you got very yeah. emotional which i did you know like that's that shows that you know you, you're quite diverse musically well in your taste yeah,
0: you know um, everyone got so pissed, apparently, that I was, I mean, lots of people lost, but I got, like, so many true head bangers metal heads, yeah. they were like, no way, you cannot go to watch Beyonce and get emotional. I'm like, dude, why not? I mean, I didn't, again, I didn't think it was gonna be a big thing, <laughs> me crying at Beyonce, because, I mean, like, isn't that obvious? I would. Like, anyone who knows me at least a little bit, they know I can be very emotional. And they know I like Beyonce. I have a tattoo. I never hid anything about about this fact. So, I was actually surprised. But, you know. But, yeah, I went and watched her twice. It was beautiful. It's just, like, I'm, my thing is really metal. Yeah. I've been a metalhead since I was, like, a kid. Because my dad is a metalhead. But I also try it and not limit myself into anything you know like i i like to try new foods i like to listen to different kind of music i like to wear different colors that's not black it's fine i do all that you know like i i'm a metalhead i love wearing black Mm. but i also have this other side and i'm um i i'm not shy of sharing this you know like and 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 I think there's also now an important side to that, that like, of course, it's my Instagram. I'll share a little bit of my word and my mm. word is a very diverse word. I, I I, have I am a multiverse inside, you know, like only one person. I, I'm vegan. I, I, I like doing yoga and meditating and traveling around. And I'll share all of this, you know, mm. like on my social media, like naturally. But I think now there's another interesting side I've been noticing for a couple of years now, that whenever I share this unusual stuff that is not like metal related or is not related to my band, Mm. that I get so many messages from other girls and some other people saying like, oh my God, it's so freeing to see someone who's, you know, like it's out there playing and being such a metalhead and everything and still being free to be whatever else you want to be. It's inspiring to me and everything. I got a message from a girl one of these days and she was saying, I really wish she was probably my age. And she said, I really wish I had someone like you when I was like a teenage metalhead, because I felt, because I felt guilty of like liking death metal and, and thrash metal, but also like, listening to some pop and wearing pink, but no, I felt like so like restrained and, and, you know, like, uh, afraid actually of like wearing pink and listening to whatever else. So I think it's a healthy thing. And and I have to start agreeing to that. I think if by showing that on my social media, by being me (laughs) on social media and still like encouraging other people to be free as the way they want to be, I think that's really cool. So that's why even though I get some hate here and there, <laughs> yeah, but- I keep on doing that. I just can't help it. And I think it's important.
1: I think it's important. Look, I'm going to say this right now to you out there, you listening, you metal elitist. You, you know, you fucking know. They they will listen to they where they're like. Brutal death metal, black metal shirts with all these obscure bands. But behind closed doors, most of them will be like listening to some pop stuff and like shaking their ass. and But they don't want anyone to know that. You know, we've all got their shame bands where they know. And then I've seen it. And I've I've you. You out there. I've seen you do it. So, uh,
0: you know. Free yourself. That's Free right. Yourself. Get inspired. Free yourself. Go Go cry, watch Taylor Swift or whatever it is that you like it's free it's liberating
1: see i think we've all learned something here today like that's <laughs> it's important people don't don't restrict yourself in this life that's that's the important thing but we are here to talk about of course the uh the brand new crypt album that i uh, uh, fucking man this album is phenomenal um Yay! shades of sorry is out <laughs> on august 4 and man we've only just passed like was it the halfway point like of the year and it's already yeah, in my yeah, top yeah. ten. Like this album is ah, like I've you. been lucky enough to hear it. That's we get like you know, we get the advanced stream and I've been listening uh-huh. to it driving around and man, it's it it's really it shows a really matured band musically. Thank you,
0: thank you very much. And and I I have been asked to compare both albums a lot lately. And that's exactly the word I use about the about Shades of Sarah mature. That's mm. exactly how I feel. Of course, you know, like it's my baby. I love the album. <laughs> I love the album. We believe that album so much. But mm. I really do think it's a more mature album in comparison to Echoes of the Soul. Although I love Echoes of the Soul, don't yes. get me wrong. But Very I good. think it's 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 more mature overall. I think um, in Echoes of the Soul we were like basically trying still experimenting and trying to see what was crypto. How, What? what is the essence of crypto? So we were still like experimenting on like many different stuff. There's songs like Bloodstained Heritage. They're, they're like pure thrash metal in my mind, you know? Like, so we were just overall like trying different stuff. I think with Shades of Sorrow, we kind of, from the feedback we got from the fans, we kind of understood what they thought Mm. our essence was which is you know like the that crazy blend of like very melodic stuff and also like some aggressive parts and everything and then we understood that was what fans were kind of expecting and also that we also liked and then we we kept that for shades of sorrow and started experimenting on top of that so that's how i think we matured as as a band on on shades of sorrow we just understood what our essence is and then from there we started experimenting other stuff so i think it's it's a more like solid album you know like it doesn't vary a lot but still like it's just an overall solid very solid album and um also i think there was like this natural evolution you know like as musicians i think we always want to try like no pressure we don't pressure ourselves at all like uh, on doing this but I think it's a natural thing when you're a musician that you want to you know like test your limits you want to deliver something new here and there so I think that was a natural thing we, we were like evolving as musicians and as songwriters and also there's another thing um, it was the first time I was uh, writing with our guitarist Daina because when she joined the band Uh, the album was already done echoes of the soul so it was a really good experience uh, writing with with her we had such a good chemistry because like although we're different worlds when it comes to influences and and the styles of playing and everything we could really converge on some stuff you know like for example i like I like melodies. I'm not like the biggest fan of like death metal with a lot of melody. I like it. I like them there, but they got to be dark. And then Taina really likes this dark, emotional um, melodies as opposed to Echoes of the Soul, which has which had like more epic melodies, which nowadays I like, but I prefer the darker stuff. And then me and Taina could really it was really a match, you know, like when we started writing and and like we were developing all this crazy dark emotional melody. So I think that was a step up to because of our chemistry. It was really really good and easy to work with her. What about?
1: I mean, you're you're a phenomenal bass player. Let's let's put that out there. You're a Great vocalist, phenomenal bass player. So Thank fast, you. like like it's amazing to watch you. Go so fast, like it's so quick. <laughs> um how did you find through working with with these girls that you were challenged as a bass player as well and how did you find that you know that evolved over that time was there any new tips or tricks that you you incorporated that you found
0: yeah 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 um i'm glad to say that i'm the most mediocre player in the band because my girls are fucking amazing (laughs) like technically (laughs) they are a whole different level and uh of course like whenever we're we start writing more technical stuff i have to follow that with my bass playing and my vocals but i i i think uh there's something interesting going on when it comes to my bass playing and my abilities in the band because like i think over time uh, and I don't want to. It's not me trying to be like too humble or anything. It's it's try try to follow my thread of thinking here. Um, I think over time I got. Um, I used to be a better bass player like a while ago when I was just just playing and not singing and not performing a lot. Mm. I used to be like a way better bass player because I would focus only on that. And then you know, like I I was. I, I would use like way more different techniques and and my bass lines would be like way more creative because it was only that, you know? And then in Nervosa, my previous band, I started singing. So I instantly needed to, you know, like make my bass uh, lines and like simpler mm. because I was tr- still trying to learn how to do both things at the same time. And now in with crypta. I feel another important part of uh, the whole thing is my stage performance, you know, like, so it's, to me, it's as important as my bass playing and my vocals. So now I'm doing this three things that are equally important to me. So what I did, I think with time, I purposely became like, a simpler bass player and, and a singer because like I care about all these three stuff a lot nowadays I consider that I'm like that my whole performance is like 30% focus on bass guitar 30% focus on vocals 30% on my stage performance and 10% just the overall feeling you know like when I'm on stage so mm. I think all of them are really important to me and so in order like i i know my limitations i know there are people who can be crazy good doing playing at the same time and jumping around on the stage but i know my limitations so in order to do all all three of them and at a reasonable acceptable you know like way i need to keep it simple so that's why you know like i know i'm never going to be the best bass player or the best singer or the best you know like stage performer or whatever but i I, I want to make sure I do all of them, you know, like in a good way, and I'm satisfied. And for that, I gotta keep it simple. So nowadays, although the band's getting more technical, mm. and I follow it here and there with like the fast, you know, like picking. It's not picking because I do it with the <laughs> yeah, walking, fingers. Walking. <laughs> I was gonna say fingering, yeah. but that was gonna sound oh. like pretty fucking weird. So you got it. Like, sorry, I got it. I, I, I totally understood.
1: Yeah. I understood what you were saying.
0: <laughs> so so yeah I I just try and keep it as simple as I can so I can do all of them you know like as good as it can get and nowadays I don't even consider myself like a a bass player only or a singer I consider myself a performer because mm-hmm. I I do the, the all these three things and they're equally important and I think the performance to me it's overall like more important than being like a super technique. A super technical bass player it might sound like a you know like a lazy play- bass player oh. excuse it's just like it's just because like i know my limitations i know i can't be ultra technical and and sing at the same time and and going fucking nuts on stage uh, simultaneously so i just try and keep it all simple so i can deliver it mm.
1: you need to give yourself more credit mate like uh. You know, you, you're heard, very humble. I hear
0: that a lot from saying, my therapist. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but hey, you're to... To sound like my
0: therapist.
1: Yeah, but, well, maybe I am. Uh, but um, <laughs> I, you know, because like you are like very respected in the metal industry, like metal scene, for doing those things. You're not boring to watch. I haven't even seen you physically live. I've watched videos upon videos of you playing. You make sure that you put in that performance. You 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 you. Do your job very, very well, and and better than Thank some you. other people that I've seen. So give Thank yourself you credit. Much. I
0: will. I'll, I will. I mean, I just try and do whatever I would like to watch. No, no. You right. know, like I, I'm, I'm a metalhead. I love going to shows, and I love a good performance. You know, like so. So I just try and 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 give whatever I would love to see on stage.
1: Absolutely. Well, I did see. Uh, you played Varkin last was it last last year
0: it was last year yeah, exactly it's so time's fucking flying. <laughs> no, yeah i'll tell
1: you what that was incredible to see like and it Thank was you. just I, i've got mates who have just won that this is the battle of the bands the global one they're going yeah. over to play this year and man just nice. it must have been such an incredible moment for you
0: it it it, it was like it's a dream come true. Exactly. Like first time I went to Bakken, it was 2008 and I was just I had just turned 18 and it was a crazy experience. I came here. I had like I, I was hungry a couple of times because I was very short on, on money. It was no. a crazy adventure. There was no Internet on my phone or whatsoever. So it was a crazy, crazy adventure. And I remember Iron Maiden, my favorite band, was playing there. And it was so special. And I was like, I remember I was like front row watching Iron Maiden and thinking of my dad, who's a metalhead, and thinking uh-huh. of my friends who would love to be there. But being in Brazilian, it's just too, so hard to make, to even make a living, you know, like, so being there, I know I was f- fulfilling all of our dreams there. And um and I was like, oh my god, this is an I remember I was crying. They were playing like Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. I was crying, it was so beautiful. You see, I cry at Iron Maiden concerts too. It's not <laughs> only see? Beyonce. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I was crying. They were on that part. Do-do-do-do-do. I was like, oh that's fucking beautiful. And I was remembering everyone and I was like, maybe will I ever get a play here? You know, like I was in a band back then already. And I was like, just wondering, it it, it felt impossible to me. Yeah. But I was like, maybe one day and then uh, 14 years later, there I was, you know, like it was it was a very special thing. Because also when I was with Nervosa and on 2019, we got confirmed at Bakken and it was a bittersweet moment for, for me because like I knew I had worked so much to be there, but I mm. knew the situation in the band was not that good and then when when the thought of leaving the band was like haunting me already the Vakken show was the thing that kept me you know like holding on to the band even longer than needed and I was like no I can't believe like I'm gonna have to leave the band and I'm not playing the show I worked for 10 years to play you know it was so sad and but still I was like although it was very sad I quit the band and I had this feeling like I can't believe I'm not playing the show but then the pandemic came and everything and then one of our first shows confirmed was fucking like right before we released the album it was just insane like I remember I was asking my booking agent like what the fuck like why he was said I have he he would say like I have no idea just accept it and you know like have fun and that's what i did that was a very 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 extremely emotional show to me uh because it was a dream come true i didn't know um it was it was our first european tour i was still very insecure about because i have anxiety so that fucks your perspective on on basically everything so i was unsure of how successful this gig would be i was like maybe there's just 10 people there and I got to be ready for that still I'll be you know like fulfilling my dream because it was it was a very early show and then like it was fully packed of people it was beautiful to see and so it was very emotional my best friend I'm in her at her place right now she was front row and then on the last song I saw her cry getting emotional because she knew like everything I had to go through to be there and then I I was holding myself I was holding myself throughout the whole gig I was like no, let me have that heavy metal pose and you know like just do my thing and then when I saw her crying I cracked I started crying during from the ashes I was like ah that's come true and it was it was definitely one of the most special moments I I ever had as a metalhead as a musician and overall just being Fernanda it was it was a beautiful moment
1: Mate, well deserved hey well deserved thank you
0: thank you so much
1: you know and i think i know some people get a little funny about it you know these days but you know being a female metalhead front front woman you know i think it's such an important thing to be you know a role model for these young girls because i'm a dad I got two girls, and yeah.
0: you, know, you know, you
1: gotta you gotta bring them up on the you know on the medals <laughs> and all the other stuff. They they love it, but I guess you you mentioned before you probably get messages from these girls, um, saying you know how how that's influenced them, and you know, have you met them in person? Do they come to shows? And I guess you sign things for them, and they say, "When I grow up, I want to be just like you." It must be pretty special.
0: It's really special, and I, I'll. I used to be too humble about that, too, Uh, you know. Uh, But with over time, like I we started getting like girls after the show saying lots of amazing stuff like every night, like, hey, I started playing because of you all. Hey, um, it, it had been like five years since I last grabbed my guitar. But then I heard about your girls and then I felt inspired. And, you know, like I I can't play an instrument but you inspire me on you know like trying to be my best on my other career that has nothing to do with metal so that's it it's about that you know like and then I started feeling like okay maybe I'm doing my part also just like Daryl Pash and Girl School did for me back in the day you know that was super important my dad is a metalhead and he was always he's always been uh a supporter of like girls in metal and he was always since I was a kid like I was Seven years old, my dad would record some cassette tapes and there would be a warlock in there and Doro And he had posters of Doro around and he was like, So yeah, that this girl is fucking awesome. And then like he showed me girl school and I was like, I wanna be like girl school. They are like an all-girl <laughs> rock band and they party with Motorhead. I I I wanna do that too. So nowadays I know how important it is, mm. you know, like and you don't have to be Doro like the biggest metal queen to inspire someone it just you by being you you can there's always someone watching you you know like in a good way like there's yes. someone someone observing you and, and being inspired by the small things you do and and being a metal uh had like a girl metal head in in the metal scene that's super important because although things have been getting better and better for us in the metal scene it's still a male dominated uh scene and still there's some specific struggles you know that we go mm. through when when you are a girl in the metal scene like for example how many times and this happens on every tour I'm blocked from my own dressing room I can't I'm prevented really? of getting in my own dressing room because they think I'm with the band and I'm not the band they think I'm, I'm groupy and whatever and then I need to call our promoter a man to state no they are abandoned and they allow us in Th- this happens all the time and people trying to educate us on what a a volume button is on oh, God, the amp and stuff amazing. like that. Oh, come yeah. on, yeah, that happens a lot. And sometimes, like you're gonna, you know, like you're doing meet and greets and talking to the fans on the merch table, and the guy tries and touches your boob while taking the picture. And I need to educate them, like, hey, if it was Carrie <sighs> King, you don't would you wouldn't be touching their their boobs. You know? yeah, so that's wrong. Don't do it with my. So uh, there there are very specific struggles that girls face in the metal scene, although the majority of people support us and respect us. Uh, So nowadays I understand the importance of me being there. I understand the importance of all girl metal bands. And uh, before I was confused about this label, like, do I want to be labeled like that? And nowadays to me, I carry it like a flag, you know, like I'm proud of being an all girl metal band because I know it represents a, a, a very specific set of struggles we have to face. So and I think it's just overall important, you know, like only us girls know how it feels to see another girl there living their dream, you know, like on stage being a badass, like only us girls know. And that's why I always say the more the more girls, the more girls, you know, like because yes. that's how it is. Like we us girls, we us women, we need to be occupying as many you know, like spaces in society as possible, you know, like mainly the ones that were like normatized as guys stuff. We need to occupy them. So if I can do a small contribution to making other girls feel comfortable on living their dreams, like, and being comfortable about themselves and about what they like to do, then to me it's mission accomplished. If I can live my dream and inspire other girls doing that, mission accomplished. You know, like so to me that's a very important thing.
1: Well, I've shown my uh my my uh youngest daughter some of your stuff. How, and she was like how what? Show- and I was like, <laughs> Yeah. So you can do yeah. that too, you know. I was like, yeah. Exactly.
0: And that's and that's the thing. It's not maybe she in the future she doesn't even like, you know, like uh metal and she doesn't want to be a a uh like a, a musician at all, but I'm sure this somehow it got stuck in her unconscious on like hey you can do it too whatever she's, you want to do you do it too
1: she's very big into uh dancing and and everything like that so as long as she's creative like mm-hmm. that's something that's you know or, or she's expressing herself and she's free to do that's something that's important to me as a exactly as an and, old man. and you
0: know like Uh, and that's the thing like if she can watch us or any other girls performing and seeing that she can also get creative she she can also Mm. express herself through her art that's it mission accomplished for me definitely
1: in saying that I would take her to see you guys I wonder would you be coming down to Australia at some point
0: yes we're working on that because yes we're working on that we got a couple of offers we're studying them finally mm. cuz i've never been there not even with my previous band um and i've been i've been seeing like so much support from australia like so much on our social media and now like there's lots of people willing to be chatting with me like uh, doing interviews and stuff I-, I was like this has to mean something you know like so <laughs> let's work on getting our asses down there and uh we're 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 working on that we're working on that. Oh. There's, a very, there's a very specific offer that is a very realistic one. The best one we got so far. We're going to be deciding about this over the next days. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen yes. sooner than you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. can't fucking wait. Mate,
1: Brisbane or Gold Coast have, has to be in there. I don't know if you know. Well, you haven't been here yet. But we're like up here. So Australia is like right on the ass end of the world right down the bottom <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> down near antarctica and we're just up around the corner over here so you have to come and pay us a visit
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i'll i'll when you do. like we're we're definitely not going for a single show there uh so we might just do like a small uh tour around there just you know like to test the know. waters yeah yeah test the waters that's exactly the the expression <laughs> I was looking for. So yeah, we we might definitely be doing that just to understand how it works and you know like meet you all but we're definitely going. If it doesn't happen next year the other year but I think there's a big chance it happens next year. So get ready for some fucking brazilian death metal.
1: Count me in. <laughs> Count me in. I'll drag I mean she's she's not old enough, but I'll put her I'll do the trench coat and put her on the my shoulders.
0: You know with the no, fake I'll, ID. I'll get her if you find a way of talking to me, send me <laughs> sending me an email. I'll I'll get you all to the dressing room, and she'll get the full experience.
1: That would be amazing. That would be amazing. But <laughs> hey, in the meantime, mate, thank you so much for hanging out on the show. Thank it's you. Been... Are,
0: are we good? Are we good with all your questions? I still have some time. If if you have a couple more, I'm good.
1: I've got eight minutes till Zoom kicks us off. Don't you hate that? That's uh, yeah. If you're Whatever. cool with that, man. Hey, I am. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What time is it? That's oh, yeah, cool. I
0: still had some time, definitely. Excellent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Zoom's got this weird thing where they go and just yeah. sh- cut you off. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> but I did want to ask you, of course, you mentioned your dad. And have you taken him to some shows?
0: Oh, yeah, you bet. My dad, again, he's a metalhead. When we were starting with Nervosa, my previous band, uh, he would be our driver and merch guy. So that's how close he is to to my band. Like for years, he was like our, our driver and, and merch guy and, and coolest guy around, really. He would have more fun at the shows than we did. Like sometimes he would drop us off at the hotel and go party with our fans. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my dad right there. Like uh, And now, nowadays, like he goes, like whenever he can, he goes to a show like uh, in... In Brazil, like whenever we're around, he travels sometimes to go to shows. My mom too; she she shows up whenever she can to the shows. Like, because they're also super young. Like my dad and my mom, they're like fifty five, so they're super super young, and and they are like wilder than I am in so many aspects. So they they just love showing up and showing some support. And my dad is also like a CD collector pretty well known in the brazilian metal collector scene he's going to interview him and stuff (laughs) so so he just loves going to festivals and shows and talking to everyone around and 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 everything and brag a little bit of course he would i would of course like i'm here because of him so i allow him (laughs) to and and (laughs) so yeah he's definitely very very active on you know like supporting my band since day one even when i quit college to focus on on you know like music and everything uh he was he was worried my both my parents were worried but then i showed my dad how fucked up my my university was like i showed him around he was like yeah fuck that shit <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he's been very supportive since day one my dad is fucking awesome
1: that's amazing and what, what yeah. were you doing before before you you started doing music full time like what was you know everyone's got this <laughs> house, everyone does yeah it. yeah yeah look yeah. at me
0: look at me I, here like yeah. i i was for like 10 years i used to teach english uh, oh. nowadays my english is not that good but it was very pretty good like back then because i was talking i was speaking english every day but i started out when i was like 15 i was teaching like little kids and just giving like extra classes for those who, you know, like were having a hard time learning the language. And then I became a teacher, an English teacher at, at this like small uh English course, whatever school. And uh and then I stayed there for like five years. And then I started doing like uh online private lessons and and then some years go like yeah um like when, when I was in Nervosa like halfway through Nervosa that it got too busy then I needed to quit that and focus on music too but also besides that I was a metal journalist for a while even before Nervosa even before joining Nervosa I, w- I was doing everything in the metal scene like media wise so I was and I, I was studying journalism by the way and um at college i dropped on the third year that's insane but still it got me it brought me here <laughs> hey but, there you go. but but yeah i was for a while like i was doing like concert reviews album reviews and uh live pic- pics for for shows and i was doing like interviewing bands i law lo- i interviewed lots of bands who was who was so- the number
1: one for you, who was the one? Because I've I've had a few where I've gone to jump on, and I was a bit nervous. I was a bit nervous to talk to you, to be honest.
0: To me, yeah. I'm like I'm so because I am
1: I am you know because we do this thing, but we're also fans as well, and we're exactly, shorty, you know what I mean. So I was like, it happens oh. to
0: me, yeah,
1: yeah. So who who was the one that sort of shook you up? Carrie
0: King and Phil and Samuel because they were like the biggest names i got to interview back then and i was so nervous and it was like phone interviews and i hated phone interviews because Mm. you know like i was from brazil the connection was always fucked up so i was very very nervous but they were both of them they were super cool super chill and cool like i was surprised and um Yeah, they were the the biggest names I I ever got the chance to interview. But I I was interviewing bands like regularly, at least once a week. And I was doing this for websites, magazines. And I had my, uh, I would be uh, an interviewing on a, a metal TV show. And I was interviewing like bands and people like before and after the shows. And then I became a host for that TV show. And I was also a host for a radio show. So I was doing all the things metal before um, joining bands, and and I loved doing that. But I, that's also probably the reason why I talk so much on interviews because I would I would be terrified when I was interviewing people and they were like, "Yeah, that's right."
1: <laughs> yeah, like, and then and I nothing, was like,
0: "Fuck, man!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know, I
1: know. <laughs> I know, I get it, I get it. But uh, would you, you should do it again? Have you thought about before Zoom? gives us the boot have you thought about doing that like your own show people ask
0: me that a lot like at least a a youtube channel or a Mm. podcast or whatever and i would love to because i love talking but it's just the time now it's so super intense with crypto but as soon as i have the time if this podcast youtube thing is still a thing i would love to do that and that would be great because I loved doing it back then. I only quit because I didn't have enough time.
1: Yeah. You should. You totally <laughs> should. I, I'd i tune into your podcast or whatever. You're, uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> You're it'd, be so awesome. it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. <laughs> but, uh, mate, before Zoom does the awkward uh, boot off halfway through conversation, I will okay. say thank you so much again. We're going to have you. all the links down here and on the website somewhere, um, okay. mate. You are a legend, and uh, we will see you soon, oh. I hope.
0: Soon, soon, soon. It's going to happen. You'll see. It's going to happen.
1: We're I'm working waiting. on that. I'll be waiting. Excellent. <laughs> Take care, mate. Thank you
0: so much. Thank, Thank you. you. so much. Bye-bye. See Have you. a nice you. night. You,
1: I will. <laughs> Off to jam now. I'm going to go yell in the microphone. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> see you, bye, mate. Bye.